2: And this is season season three three of, of but let me tell tell you. This week or in the next few days, when well, South Florida. Are you gonna go on to get down at Discotheca?
3: <laughs> well, Discotheca has been knocked down and it's a high rise now.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> yes, Discotheca was behind my my uh, apartment.
3: So I <laughs> you know, I, I, was, don't, I don't think they'd welcome me doing. You that. know, it was
2: so funny um, when I would go down when I lived at Marina Blue and I would go downstairs uh, to take out the dogs. You know, like really, really early yeah. in the morning saturday you'd see people stumbling out of mecca and, dicoteca. and i'm like oh yeah. to be young one again yeah. actually i didn't even do that when i was 21
3: i was gonna say not that young because i did it too while you were you were li- <laughs> you were living there and i was doing i was coming out of dicoteca so
2: get up to um, get I missed well, right, welcome to episode 110
3: my god 110 do you think we'll ever get to have our party
2: Uh, At this rate, we'll have a party, just not with the 100th episode party. Like
3: the 200th at this point?
2: (laughs) Oh, you know, 150. Let's do 150. Okay, round up, round up. Yeah, you know, nice round number. Mm -hmm. So welcome, everybody, to episode 110 of Let Me Tell You, the coronavirus, another coronavirus edition episode.
3: Yes, at this point, corona should sponsor our damn show.
2: I think Corona should sponsor a lot of things. Well, wasn't it? Th- th- it was probably one of those rumors, but wasn't there, like, at the beginning of all this, wasn't there a rumor that, like, sales in Corona beer had gone down?
3: Well, they had, probably initially, because you know how people are. It's just like, oh, Corona. It's caused by the Corona. You know, and then they realized it was actually caused by the 5G towers, and they left the beer alone.
2: Oh, yes. It was the 5G, not, not, not the beer. beer. Right, right. You know. So, so, how is everybody doing out there? Um La gente ya en desespera.
3: La gente estándose and that's very evidenced by uh, by Naples this past weekend.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. La gente... So let's talk a little bit about that. So welcome everybody. Some of you may already be listening to us in your commute. Some of you may start working. Um, that's
3: true. Some of you may already have been started working. Like yeah, this you know this upcoming week. Uh,
2: yes. So I heard. So what is it? <laughs> everybody went to Naples for the weekend.
3: Everybody. Well, you know, it was Mother's Day. So, everybody uh-huh. wanted to, you know, celebrate mamá. And, yeah, everybody went over to Naples because aside from Palm Beach, Broward, and Dade County, everything else was open. Um, 13,000 pounds of trash later, Naples was – beaches were not that cute.
2: <laughs> okay, but uh, what did people take to the beach? That's, like, what I want to know.
3: Well, I mean, you know that most people are just garbage humans. And so, they go to the beach and they take – Number one, you've seen people at the Farito. So, you know, that when we go to the beach, we don't just go to the beach. We go like it's Noche right. buena, And right. then we can't be bothered to pick up after ourselves. That's the biggest problem. Because you can take all the shit that you want. Pero caballero, bótalo bien, llévalo para la casa. You know, if, but no, no, no. We're just going to, you know, 13,000 pounds of trash.
2: You know what? You know what? That, that's absolutely horrible. Because those were probably all South Floridian. Of you know, course they were. Miami, Miami Broward area. <laughs> and we Palm Beach all- counties. <laughs> And Palm Beach County. So I would like to ask them: Would you do this back at home? They probably do.
3: I'm not going to lie;
2: these are probably people. You know, who, the, these the, are probably the same the reason, people
3: who leave their gloves and their masks. in? No, the, in, the, in the reason
2: I ask is because the the Miami Beach. When I mean Miami Beach, I don't just mean Miami Beach. Like the Miami beaches from South Beach to like you know the Middle Beach to like even all over and right, and right, up right, and right, right, Sunny aisles right. and all that. Generally, these you know even up, up to Hollywood. Generally, these beaches are 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 very well kept. Yeah, you always have, you know, your couple of idiots that leave trash, but on the most part, people are very observant on trash and. They throw everything away, and I and I I always know because as you know, when you go to the beach with me a lot, um, I like to stay in the beach until sunset, right? right? right. So you, you see, know, I, come I and see go. I see people leaving, right. and I always notice that pe- on the most part, people leave trash. So I just I would be interested to see who were the people that went to Naples, and you know, if, obviously, if it was thirteen thousand pounds as you say, then it wasn't one or two people or a handful right, of right. people. It was, it was everybody. A considerable amount. Yeah, it was a considerable amount of people that just left trash everywhere. And was the trash, like, scattered in the beach? That's the part that
3: I don't know. I mean, it was, they left behind 13,000 pounds of trash. I don't know the, to the, what degree.
2: Because the reason I, I ask this is because I know that sometimes at the beach, maybe when you go throw away your stuff, the trash can is full.
3: Right, you put it on the For side, second, you put it. Right, right, you
2: put it on the side. Right, right. right. And, and maybe Naples, you know, got which doesn't have the population of Miami or South Florida, maybe got overwhelmed by 13,000 new people. Okay. Right, But again, there's a difference between leaving trash scattered through the beach. And just leaving trash. Right. All over. Because obviously, if the trash can full, you leave it next to the trash right,
3: can. Right, right, right. Huh. I just oh, can't, yeah, ima- yeah. I can't imagine what 13,000 pounds looks like.
2: That's terrible. That's terrible. You know, I have to say, well, you know this about me because you've been going to the beach. As you know, I am one of these people that I like to go to the beach with one bag. I take mm-hmm. my towel, a book or yeah something to do something to listen to right. you know some block and that's it yeah i i the same way. I'll
3: like, take like una cosita para comer and like
2: you know a bottle of water
3: and like that's it I, or and a bottle
2: of water that's it Yeah, that's it Maybe i don't even true. take food because i'm the i'm the type that when i'm hungry i'll go across the street and get something to pero yeah but sometimes
3: i don't feel like walking you know
2: la vacancia. pero bueno you know there's people that literally take the kitchen sink hello
3: yes like it's like a freaking uh, noche buena like
2: like some of our friends that take tents and then i'm the one who ends up building the tent and and, which which sucks because i choose to be simple right (laughs) yet i get stuck with hauling the tent hauling the cooler you know that looks like a cooler you would have at a um like super bowl party (laughs) like
3: that's what you get for being grande (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, I'm the one who has to lug everything and I'm like, but I'm the one who comes with one bag. If you were so, petite, nobody would ask. So obviously, you know, when, when yeah, when you have a child, obviously, especially when they're younger. You have to entertain you, them. You, you have to, but, but, but also you have to take something because they can't be out of the That's spot. true, that's true. Right, so you have to accommodate a little well, bit, I mean, right? yeah. yeah. But even, even now, that like my kid Tristan is six, you know, even now, when he goes to the beach with other people, I'm not gonna name names. It's the kitchen sink, the kitchen sink. No, el niño y blah <laughs> blah 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 blah. Right? But I shut up and take it because he's my kid, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But when it goes with year, you, last year, if you recall, I, I took last summer Tristan to the beach several times. And do you recall that there were a couple of times that I took him, like at ten o'clock in the morning, and we didn't get back? Yeah, you, like ten o'clock at night. But yeah, a
3: little bit more, and he would have been slinging drinks at mangoes. Like it was just you uh-huh. know that long.
2: And um and anyway, a I took my you know obviously I took my bag, and I took I took a bag for him, with a change of clothing. I took, like, two bottles of water. I took a sunblock. I took everything. And that's it. There was no cooler. There was no um, larger-than-life umbrella. There was no tent. And I was like, see, when you want to take a kid to the beach and you don't want to literally move... I mean, obviously, when you have a baby and an infant, it's different.
3: It's different. It's a different story.
2: It's different. But, yeah, you know, he's a little bit bigger. So I was like, you know what? I brought him to the beach, and he, and then he'll, least, and he'll have just as much fun. He doesn't need all the accoutrement. I remember, I remember that there was one time, one of the times that I took him to the beach last summer, that you called me a few times. Oh yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm at the beach with Tristan. No, I'm at the beach with Tristan. There was a time that you called me, yeah, and i like, no, it was. And we didn't get home until like ten ten thirty. <laughs> Cause then we were like, when we, when we, um, cause you know, I like to go to South beach yeah. and South um, point park
3: as we, as South we said. point
2: park, when we were done, when we were done, like at the beach, a, you know, South Point Park has the water, like the fountain area. See, see, the little playground thingy. He's like, I want to go in the fountain, and I'm like, you know, I was gonna tell him no, and I'm <laughs> like, okay, fine, let's go to the fountain. So we just sat there in the fountain for like two and a half more hours.
3: <laughs> Whatever. It's but by,
2: by this point in time, it was eight o'clock. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay, let's go to the big Pink. You know, <laughs> like,
3: true, true. It was right there, somewhere might as well.
2: You know, I am, I am proof that you can take a kid to the beach and not have to take the entire kitchen sink because I did it and he was fine.
3: And, of and I fine.
2: made sure and I made sure to reapply his sunblock because you know again it's a child. Uh, a ha- child. Right. You have to be on top of him because of the sunblock yeah. because you know a kid's kid gets gets burned differently than a child. Yeah. So I made sure that you know I reapplied his sunblock and that everything was good. So I was like, "You know what? Screw that to the 10 people." <laughs> oh oh man. I'm still traumatized over Melissa's tent.
3: <laughs> you sound like it. I think you might have some PTSD.
2: <laughs> yeah, because the thing with her tent was that it wasn't one of these accordion tents. Oh no, no, no. So it was—it t- so was, like
3: our- was like a tent you would put out for like a garden party.
2: So, t- to our listeners, we we have a very good friend that um, she has two daughters, and when her daughters were small, she still lived here in Miami. She lives in Atlanta now, and she was a type that when she went to the beach, she liked to have literally the kitchen sink, a tent, chairs. I don't even take a chair to the beach. No, I, I, I don't. Can't. I don't. What for? I don't take a chair to the beach. What sit for? in the sand. You have a towel. Um, I've never, never. I don't even like to sit in a chair. I don't need beach. it. Um, I mean, I'll sit in you one. Get, you, need it. you get right if there's an, a chair, oh. uh, I'll sit one, but I won't take a chair. But anyway, she would take chairs and the large cooler, and you know, again, I had to lug it all. But her tent was not one of the accordion tents you know that you just open up right her tent you had to build it had like I'm saying it was
3: like a, it was like you were doing a garden party in like Antebellum right. south
2: right you had to build it had like I don't know 50 pieces and you had to put them together then you had to put the canopy and then you had to hold it to the ground and I would usually get the one stuck doing that so I was thinking screw the damn tent it's like <laughs> well that's my that's my rant about the tent.
3: Oh my God. It's funny though, because you know, you know how you're saying that, like, you know, someone who's exagerado and there's, you know, we take so many things to the beach and what have you. So, I mean, not exactly related, but kind of on a similar note. So, you know how they've been giving away food, you know, because for various reasons, um, you know, the county has been basically, if you go to certain places, they've got food drives. They've got, you know, you can go pick it up because the schools have all this food that they need to get rid of. There's, you know, the farmers with the crops and all that. So, you know, Latinos, we love to go get free shit. So, both, like, you know, my mother and my sister, like, they go and they just, they pass by. And the way that it works is that you drive up, you open the trunk. Right,
2: and they put it in your trunk.
3: They just put shit in there. You don't know what you get until you get home.
2: Right, So, right. so my sister... So, my sister... That I'm beyond... uh,
3: uh-huh, uh-huh. it's, uh by So, you know, we're there. My sister says, you know, she's there. She sees the car in front of her. They open the trunk. They put a bunch of stuff in. She's like oh, there's like a little bucket. But she didn't think anything of it. She's like, okay, well, I don't know what the bucket is, but okay, maybe I won't even get one. So she gets home. Do you know what the bucket was? Mm
2: -hmm.
3: 11 pounds of Greek yogurt. (laughs)
2: 11 pounds of Greek yogurt? (laughs) But wait,
3: I can do one better. My mother went this past week, and again, similar scenario. She pulled in, she opened the trunk, they put stuff in. They gave her seven dozen eggs, hard-boiled eggs
2: hard-boiled because i was like if it's seven dozen eggs you, you can know, bake
3: good. you can do things can right bake
2: it and you could give them to other people seven dozen hard-boiled
3: oh. eggs i think i think it's like the funniest thing in the world like my sister's gonna be using greek yogurt for the next like eight years
2: seven dozen hard-boiled eggs and the problem is that they're hard-boiled so you can only we... do like two things with it what do you what do you do with 84 cooked eggs <laughs> I'm thinking lots of egg salad. A lot of egg (laughs) salad. A lot of egg salad. So bad she didn't get that before Mother's Day. Egg salad for for everybody. everybody,
3: For everybody. And then, yeah, like, 11 11 pounds of Greek yogurt. Because it's Greek yogurt.
2: No, the Greek yogurt, I mean, the Greek yogurt, you could do a lot with it. You could do, like, different sauces. It's 11 pounds, Darian. (laughs) Well, she has (laughs) three having boys. (laughs) They could eat... Look, if each one of them eats a pound of yogurt a day... In less than four days, they will go through all the yogurt. Oh, yeah. If they eat a pound of
3: yogurt a day, they're going to be constipated.
2: <laughs> the calcium, their calcium will be on point.
3: This is true. This is true. They will have the healthiest bones yeah. in, in Homestead. So,
2: yeah. You know, it's funny. I've seen that. Um, I had a, a coworker of mine uh, tell me that like a friend of hers or something uh-huh. did that. And um, she, you know, it, it's one of those situations like she's not, she's a single mother and She's out of a job and yeah, 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 she huh. wants one of these food bank things. And she has three kids, like three all school age kids. Mm. And she says that they all, everything they put in her trunk were vegetables, but not like, oh no, not like
3: my mother and my like sister. Cool, not like
2: cool vegetables. No, it was like
3: it's zucchini. zucchini. Lots of zucchini, zucchini and okra. <laughs> I didn't get like, okra. My mother again. My mother every time she goes again. To your point, they give her lots of zucchini, lots of squash, zucchini and squash. Yeah. I have never look, eaten so much zucchini and squash in and my look, life.
2: You don't want to complain because they're giving it away. It's exactly free. exactly. You know, you don't want to be you don't want to be one of those people. At the end of the day, it's free and they're giving it away and they don't have and to. And if you don't but want think it, think do something else with it. I think it's just funny. It's like, man, what do you do with a, a whole bushel of like okra?
3: Because like, yeah, because it's not like
2: carrots,
3: you know, mangoes or like. Or
2: like let oh, 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 oh mangoes, you
3: know, oh, mango. Oye, los mangoes este año, este año los mangoes van a by the way. Why? Because nobody's going to their office. You can oh, nobody's going to their office nobody's to, give, going them to, them to yes. give them away. Yes, yes. like I keep yes. getting mangoes the way we distribute
2: mangoes here in Miami.
3: <laughs> I keep getting mangoes, and I'm just like, I can only eat so many mangoes. I made, I made I, shakes, I made memelada I had them, you know, like by themselves.
2: Mira que mango rico, it is so good. Yeah, you know it's so incredible that I remember not. to, I think I may have mentioned this in a previous recording that I was talking to a friend of mine recently about guava, and it was such a like foreign thing to him. I'm like, yeah, I Miami everything is a, everything is guava, guava. Yeah. everything is guava. You know, guava. from the pastries, guava ice cream, guava cheesecake, guava sauce, guava chicken, guava sauce, guava barbecue sauce. Yes,
3: like with like, like our boy everything Burger is guava. Beast. Yes, guava. like everything
2: was guava, and it's like you kind of take for granted that that's not the norm, for most people, the norm. <laughs> and i'm like but how can you not discover guava guava is amazing <laughs> no i mean seriously Guava's is amazing uh, it's just
3: wonderful i mean i get it some people say que es demasiado dulce, no i get it but i mean we grew up with it so for us it's like you know
2: well no but it depends what type of guava you're having because if you're having like a guava paste you know the that's the most condensed like form of it right but you know, you could have like a guava marmalade, or like a guava shake, or like
3: guava ice whatever. cream, or a guava.
2: Yeah. You know, let me tell you, guava and mangoes—we are blessed.
3: I wonder if anybody's ever done like guava and panisado.
2: <laughs> guava and panisado. Like you mean like <laughs> like like? Get a little like, piece of the guava thing and like, um,
3: like just fry that bitch. <laughs>
2: Like, ah, that sounds okay. interesting. Ah, you like a, like instead of a mozzarella stick, it's a guava stick.
3: It's funny that you went guava stick because I said it's like a, i was gonna say like una croqueta de guayaba.
2: Oh, and what about if you put the cheese? <gasps> oh. We need to have this conversation offline. So yes, offline, offline. <laughs> the, you, you know what, Yaka,
3: you're in the cooking, baking mood. That's another thing for you to to explore.
2: So I wanted to uh re um, address something that we spoke about in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. I thought this was. So, you know, we I think in, in a couple of episodes, we've talked about um, how there's so many uh, people that have been um, protesting in their state capitals yes, all regarding yes. the lockdown and regarding, you know, the stay-at-home rules. The masks and all. Yeah. They're saying that it's unconstitutional, blah, 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 that, you know, as we said here, their Second Amendment uh, their Second Amendment rights are being violated, how, and we're how, how. we're not sure how. <laughs> well, this this is going to be when I read this. When I read this, this is this is what I I, I immediately thought about you. So one of the hotbeds for this has been Michigan, okay. and in Michigan they've continued to um, make these. Uh, They're
3: not like really strict, and like we like we've right. said. I mean,
2: no, no, but Michigan has started like a lot of states to, um, to open up, their- up oh, okay, okay, on, okay. The, on the rules. Okay. And, um, but people are still, or you know, organizing, uh, protesting. Um, so, so listen to this. So in the latest, in the latest protest, which was actually on Thursday, oh, okay, uh, so wow. yesterday, um, there were people in the Michigan Capitol who were, Protesting the, uh, you know, obviously the Seattle Motors, they're protesting, you know, uh, on favor of their Second Amendment. (laughs) I just can't even say their Second Amendment uh, right grappled. And they were also criticizing the medical movement for keep (laughs) the medical movement because they're (laughs) anti-vaxxers. Wait, these are anti-vaxxers
3: who want to have guns and leave their house? That's yeah. wonderful. That is wonderful. I think we've officially created a new Venn diagram. Because that is a whole <laughs> lot of fucking intersectionality of, right there. They're
2: part of the medical freedom movement. And they're anti-vax. I so I'm, so like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. So they're protesting the stay-at-home orders. Okay. Fine. Okay, we can give them that. Somehow the Second Amendment got in, in, in this. We're not sure how. Um, but uh, now... We're talking about anti vaxxers? Like.
3: Actually, you know what? These are people who want basically the right to die. So, you know what? Let them have it. Have at it.
2: I just think, I think it's. Look, I think with everything that's going on, I think there's so, certain humor, but it's like tragic humor oh, because. dark humor. Again, these are people that I don't think this is a majority. This is a very small, loud, vocal, and stubborn minority, right? Um, And that's always existed. That's not something that...
3: It's
2: it's just that now people, as we have said here a million times through social media, people have the voice now to say whatever they want to say and amplify. But I just think it's really interesting that these people really believe that their rights are being trampled on and that whatever it is, whether it's their guns or vaccines or whatever, they really believe that there's some type of tyranny in terms of their governor. And, and mind you, none of them are criticizing the president, they're criticizing the governor. Um, well, and, and I mean, guess in a way they don't understand how federalism works.
3: Yeah. But ultimately the governor is the one that, that, can can say as far as the stay at home orders the governor is the one that that can lift those orders
2: yes it is it is the governor but the president is the one who has issued fighting words time and time again through twitter mm-hmm. right it's just interesting to me that people like so many people go along with it but then again you know as You're you say surprised? As you say, I still have hope in humanity, and you say so.
3: I'm a little more more, uh, jaded, but I will say this. Um, There was a protest that happened, I believe it was this week here in Florida, that I'm actually, I I support the protest in and of itself. However, I think it took a, it it kind of shot itself in the foot. And no, it didn't involve any guns. Did you hear about the one that took place? Uh, I think it was this guy who's a gym owner. No. Okay. Uh, so I don't remember exactly where. I know it was here in Florida. Um, this guy, he's a gym owner. Him and I guess his, you know, his his fellow either gym owners or people who work, he works out with, fitness, you know, fitness buffs, whatever. They went in front of his gym to stage a protest because they wanted, you know, they they wanted the gym to open up. So so far, I'm like, okay, you know what? That's fine. That's your business. You're gonna go stand in front of it to make a point, what have you. They then noticed that they were being covered by the media. So what they decided to do was, they're like, I, I think it was just one of those things that he thought of at the moment. He's like, well, we're being covered and we're in front of a gym. Like, you know what? Let's just like, let's start doing push-ups. You know, let's that's our protest or what have you. The problem is that essentially by doing that, what he's shown is that you can still work out at home without a gym.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so... You kind of defeated your own purpose there. But again, I was with you. I was with you. You know what? There were no guns. It was like it was an organized thing. It was in front of his business. Okay, right. You know, but it's like, and I even thought, okay, that's clever. But then it's like, oh, yeah, no, that just means you can still do it at home, doesn't it? Like,
2: (laughs) gosh, um, how, what what is your feeling about reopening gyms? So if your gym were to reopen tomorrow or next week, would you go?
3: I don't think I would go mostly because People don't clean up after themselves at the gym when, on a when there isn't a pandemic going on. So I'm really not all that confident about, you know,
2: the only way I would the only way I wouldn't go either. The only way that I would even consider going is to do cardio only. And I'll explain why. Because I feel that if I go with a mask and I go to a cardio machine mm-hmm. and I clean it up, You're I have control myself, over that, clean it up. I have control over that machine for that moment. Yeah, I saw
3: I saw something the other day that they're. I mean, it's one of those like proposals, but not really a proposal. It's like an artist rendering that moving forward because of all this, they you know you should put like um like like plexiglass separators between each each treadmill and what have you. And again, I like that. that I like that in theory because you're blocking from the people next to you. But then, do you think that the average person is going to clean that plexiglass?
2: But that's but but that's why I tell you that like if I go to work out on a treadmill or whatever stationary mm-hmm. machine like like especially with cardio, right? I can go with my mask, even gloves. I can disinfect it, get on the treadmill for an hour, and, and be home. on my merry yeah. way. Yeah. The problem is when you go weight train, that's impossible because you're not going to be disinfecting every set of dumbbells that you get.
3: Well, first of all, it, okay, theoretically, it could be done if you have somebody there to disinfect it when people re-rack the weights. However, nobody re-racks the weights.
2: It can't. It can't. It can't. It's just not – It's not, okay, it's not impossible. Can it be done? Yes. But in, in a gym logistically, like, example, be, yeah. you know, I, I go to – we both go to very large gyms, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's not feasible. It, 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 it's not feasible because at one point in time where the where the dumbbells are, where the free weights are, you have at one point in time 20, 30 people – using free weights and everybody's so waiting about, right you're talking about an enormous amount of people putting weights back and forth yeah. you know how many yeah. times you do a set with a certain weight and you go up to another weight and you go down so logistically it just doesn't work the only place that could work is for example like a private gym when i w- lived at the condo okay yes right yes that at one point you know it was a full-fledged fledged gym but because it was private you know there was only a certain amount of people there right. at a certain time there was maybe no more than no more on a busy day than 10 people yeah so there may be you if you have one or two people like wiping everything down as you finish maybe it would help but in a in a big commercial gym it just doesn't work no. it, uh, you know aside from the fact that you are in an environment of sweat so just mist and humidity yeah. is in the air you know um it, i i think that gyms and i'm dying to go back to the gym Same here Gyms are ones that are I I don't see in in the near future how it's going to work out. Um, because again, maybe for something like a treadmill, because again, you can control that environment right, right, for that right. moment that you're there and hope that nobody around you. Yeah, there's fact, nobody. Yeah, no,
3: yeah. But, but again, no. but that's like like any other time you go and there's it's like if it's flu season, you know what I mean? Like it, no, no, theory, but, but but
2: but back to the like um especially the cardio machines, mm-hmm. you know, they could also make it that you could only use every other machine. Right. right? You
3: control it more.
2: Right. You could control it a little bit more. Okay. You can only use every other machine or every two machines right, or right. whatever, you know? So people are not on top of each other. And again, you can wipe down your machine. And also when you're doing cardio, it's much less of a, it, it's not a contact sport. You're either running or you're, See, you know, an you're, you're, you're solo. Right. But, weight training involves so many machines and so many free weights and the so much moving around the benches, you know, you're sweating, you're, you know, you I, I don't see how it, I, I don't, I mean, I'm dying to go back to the gym yeah. and yeah. You know, so. Although, you know, whatever. I much,
3: I much prefer to do my shirtless jogging, you know?
2: Well, of course, <laughs> you know, and then you're giving the gift that keeps on giving. So, so I, I want to, I want to yeah. update on another little, negative joy that we talked about here on the show. So last week, I believe, we talked about the Texas salon owner in Dallas who oh, yes. was jailed yes. for opening her salon. Yes. Have you heard the part two of that story?
3: I have not. But you know what? We can hear part two when we come back. After our break. After our break, here <laughs> from our sponsors. Ah, May, la primavera flowers in bloom and even better it's national burger month and cuban guys restaurants has got the best way to celebrate during national burger month order a burger crafted by our own burger beast from the cuban guys locations in hialeah kendall and miramar just jump online You can go to cubanguysrestaurants.com or even order through Facebook Messenger and get a delicious Burger Beast burger for pickup or delivery. Mira, you have so many options. You can get a traditional Beast burger. You can get a Beast burger a caballo, which means it's got a fried egg on it. That's so damn good. You can get the Georgie Boy, which not only includes tartar sauce, but also features Burger Beast's signature beast sauce. Yeah, it is a ketchup that has guava, sriracha, and... I don't even have words to tell you how delicious it is. And you can buy a bottle through Cuban Guys restaurants too. Cuban Guys also offers fritas, sandwich cubano, medianoche, un totong sandwich. I mean, the options are endless. And because there's so much to try, why not use promo code Beto and get 10% off your total order? Cuban Guys restaurants, Burger Beast. And 10% off with Pomoco Pero? I'm just saying, that sounds like the perfect Miami combo to us. Cuban Guys Restaurants. It's not just fast food. It's awesome food fast. Happy Primavera, mi gente. The flowers are in bloom. The grass is growing. And it's way time to trim that overgrown hedge growing below the belt with some help from Manscaped. Mira. I've been using Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0 body trimmer for a couple of weeks now, and there hasn't been one nick or irritant on these nuts. I mean, what could be better? Hmm, how about the Perfect Package 3.0? What's a perfect package? Well, <laughs> bueno, that's generally a matter of preference, but Manscaped's Perfect Package 3.0 offers everything needed for spring cleaning those tumbleweeds between your legs. It's not just the waterproof cordless lawnmower 3.0. But an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, which, as a Miami boy, I know the importance of keeping your balls from sticking to your legs just walking from your house to your car, caballero, hay una humedad del carajo. And thanks to their crop reviver spray, your balls will smell fresh as a daisy. And now you can get Manscapes Perfect Package for twenty percent less with free shipping by using promo code Battle Twenty. That's right. Use promo code BEDL20 at manscaped.com because who doesn't like paying less for a perfect package? It's time for some spring cleaning. Your balls will thank you.
2: And we're back. So what were we talking about? We were the, talking the, the about La Peluquera from, from Houston. La, la peluquera, la peluquera, la, of la course. Peluquera. <laughs> Duh. I'm sure that in I'm sure that in Dallas they call it una
3: oh, oh, I haven't heard that in forever.
2: You know, it's so funny. You know, it's so funny that remember in the 80s. We talked about this here on the show. um, For some reason, salons were called unisex.
3: Yeah, I don't know why. And they all had this lady. I don't know if you can see me in the Zoom.
2: Um, That lady? The the black and white. Yes. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what lady you're talking about. The minute that you
3: decided to call it unisex, they just gave you that painting. They were just like, here, you'll um, need this.
2: They're called Una una, una, Unisex. Who knew that they were so ahead of their time? That's true. Now that we're talking about... Gender fluidity
3: and all that. You (laughs) know what? We were gender fluid in the 80s when it came to hair hair salons.
2: Una una, Unisex. Take that, millennials. Anyway. (laughs) So this lady from uh, Texas, uh, Shelly Luther... She was the one that last week we talked about because of main national news because right. she um, refused to close down her salon in Texas or she reopened it ahead of time right. because as she said she you know she was starving and like she needs to, she feed, her family. to feed her family and so they did the other people in the salon, you know, because she had other um yeah, she's the owner. people that worked in the salon. And she went in front of the judge and the judge told her that she needed to apologize for being um, selfish. selfish in in opening and not caring about people's health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she went on and on and on on how she disinfected the salon and how they were taking measures to make sure that everything was clean and, you know, the, the people cutting hair had masks and right. all that, right. right? And I even said here on the show that while I think that maybe she shouldn't have opened, I also was not... You know, shouldn't go to jail for agreeing, it. I wasn't agreeing with the judge that she should apologize publicly and say that she was, you know, being selfish because at the end of the day, she was trying to provide for her family, and you know, right. being out of work is something that is a very real thing right now to a lot of people, and it's a it's a right. grim reality. Well, what we did not know. Oh, was, there's a twist. <laughs> there's a twist that two days before that hearing that went national, uh-huh. she had received $18,000 from the payment protection plan uh, into her bank account.
3: Okay, but that's so that she could pay off the employees, right? Isn't that what that's – that's, that's her that's payroll? So she,
2: well, that's so she could the, – the payment the, – that, that is so she could continue her business.
3: Oh, okay, 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 okay. But wait right, a minute, wait a minute. Right. So she had already received this when she
2: opened up her – She had already received it. She had received it two days earlier. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Two days earlier. So when she was saying that, she had already received the money. But she hadn't.
3: Sorry, but she hadn't received the money when she opened the salon.
2: I don't know if she had received the money when she opened the salon, but she had received the money by the time she She was in court. Okay, right. Okay. Right. OK, that changes everything, because if your argument is that you don't have money to put food on the table and you receive $18,000 from the stimulus fund, you now have money to put food on the table, at least for now. Right. right? right, right. Obviously, $18,000 is not going to last yeah. an eternity. And let's say she would only get a cut of that. Obviously, that's not going to solve all our problems. But at least for that moment, she had money to put food on the table in her specific case. Right. We're not talking about other cases um, and her. So when that came to light this week and she made her rounds in different shows, when people were telling her that um, we're asking her, hey, but, you know, you received this money two days before her answer was like, yeah, but she didn't know what to do with that money. There weren't any instructions on what. Her to do with the money,
3: but the but instructions then, were in the application.
2: Well, that—that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, wait a minute! But if you got the money, you applied for it, and if you applied right. for it, you knew what it was for, and if you applied for it and went through the rigorous application, yeah, because it is
3: not an easy process.
2: You knew what it was about, and you knew what it was for. So how can you say you didn't know what that money was? Right, right. right. So you know,
3: see, I, I still, I would have even, I would have even been on her side if she had opened it up, because as we know, a lot of people applied for it. And not everybody got it right. So if she had a, if she had applied for it and said, you know what, fuck it, I can't wait, I'm gonna open up for this weekend, whatever. And then after she got arrested, the money hit her account, and then she went to court. And she said, look, you know, your honor, I was doing it for X, Y, Z reason. However, since then, my my PPP has come through. Blah blah blah. Like I would still be on her side because I get it. Like a lot of people applied for this loan and didn't get it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know everybody is literally in the same boat, you know, and and I, I know it's hard to be patient, you know, because I can't imagine you know a situation like like what we talked about of like let's say in a household both people are out of work and they have kids and you know mm-hmm. and the rent still gotta
3: get paid the food the, still has the to rent is paid. still yeah. right
2: it's yeah. coming mortgages rents you know all that is coming you know. When you're in that situation, in that reality... You do what you got to do. Hearing, hearing people say, like, oh, you know, you got to be patient. It's like, you know, screw you. It's yeah. like... It's right? easy for you to say, yeah. It's easy for you to say. But at the end of the day, it's like... People need to be patient. Because this is something that, like, nobody has an easy solution to. There's,
3: there's no easy I, solution. I get it. But at the same time, like, you know, I, I think that the concern is how long are you supposed to be patient? You know what I mean? And that's because we're going on two months now and I can understand people saying like, I've been patient. I've tried. I can't here in Florida. I can't apply for unemployment because I can't get through. Right. You know what I mean? So what, how long are they supposed to wait until they're living under a bridge?
2: No, I I agree. I agree. That, that is something that here in Florida they have certainly dropped the ball because there's people who filed unemployment in March who still have not gotten
3: anything. And then now it's
2: been two two weeks, two months, months. but, but, you know, but I also think there's a lot to be said about the financial industry because, you know, all these, all these um, companies, whether it's banks, mortgage lenders and all that, you know, these people have been bailed out time and time again in the past historically. And now that, you know, people are like literally, you know, in this predicament, it's like shit. Can they take a... But hello. People? You
3: were because
2: just you he, were just
3: telling me the story about with your with your data and and leasing his yeah, car. Yeah, my,
2: my father's lease was up and his car right up in the middle of this. His lease was up mid-April, and um the dealer where he got his new car from, they, they were they were fine. They were they were great. They they did and it's what they got. The same had to dealer
3: because you guys have been leasing cars forever it's
2: it's it's the same dealer and he got the same exact car like exactly the in the same color and everything they literally came to the house they swapped the car they left him the paperwork they did everything on the phone all he had to do was sign 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 they left him the paperwork he signed it and then they took the paperwork and they swapped the car right? right so that was it but from the finance company this is not the dealer the finance company you know, which is one of the you know major big finance companies in the country. You know that commercial that they have is like, "Oh, we'll pay for your first four months." See, we're here you for know. you, yeah, bro. We're here for you. We, yeah, I called, and they're like, "No, um, no, he doesn't qualify because he was not laid off." And I'm like, "Well, but that's not what your commercial says. Your commercial says that you know,
3: like, right? We're here for you, yeah. <laughs> for you didn't give um, the the, the and circumstances. And then you know,
2: I was telling you, I was trying to change his uh, due date. Mm. He prefers a due date on the first rather than mid-month. And they're like, okay, we'll change it, but he still has to pay the first month and then the first month in the you know, mid-month and then payment effect. And then and then right. And I'm like, okay, so he has to pay in the middle of the month, and then he has to pay 15 days two later. Weeks later. Yeah. Right, right. So it's like, okay, where's the break? You know, yeah. finance company. And, and and the other thing with like the mortgages, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, um you know lenders are giving you 120 days for you not pay your mortgage right i would tell people um to be very weary of that and to be very careful why because because of the following so if a lender tells you when you take out a mortgage it's a contract okay right it's a, it's right. a standard it's a a standard contract, I mean, obviously it's a mortgage, but think about it as a contract. Right, You contracts are, you are
3: have, agreeing to comply with these parameters.
2: Contracts have clauses. The clauses in a mortgage is that you will pay X amount of money each month mm-hmm. for the duration of the mortgage, generally 30 years, right? <laughs> so if you have a lender telling you, hey, I know things are really tough right now. We're going to give you a 120-day extension, which is four months. So you don't have to pay these four months, mm-hmm. right? Right. Right, That is, in essence, a modification of your mortgage because you are now modifying the original agreement yep. because you are out of work due to the coronavirus. So generally what they'll do is that they'll add those four months to the end oh, yeah. of, your, you're not, of your mortgage. You're not
3: getting out of those four months.
2: <laughs> Fine, But that is a modification of your mortgage. The reason I would be weary is as follows. Because right now they were telling you this, but let's say that the 120 days are up. Mm -hmm. You have to start paying your mortgage. They're probably going to send you modification paperwork. And you know what? If you're not working at that point, Mm -hmm. who's to tell you that you're going to qualify? Oh, shit.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: I'm not saying that that is necessarily going to happen, we'll but that mind. is what happened. But that is what happened last time in 2008. I, I dealt with thousands of mortgage modifications, you know um, yeah. between 2008 and well 2014, 15, 16. Um, that's when it started slowing down. I, I mean I'm like I dealt a lot with them. And, um, that's what happened that people would want to modify their mortgage and they either weren't working or they weren't making a lot of money or they weren't making the amount of money that were making when they originally took out the mortgage. Right. So now they didn't qualify for the modification. So, yeah. So four months from now or 120 days from now, when they tell you, oh, that's when you'll start paying. If they send you modification paperwork and they start asking for your income and all that stuff. And you're not working, or you're still furloughed. Yeah. What what's what's yeah. to tell you? What's to tell you that they're not say, "Oh, you're sorry, you don't qualify." And now you're now you're in a hole.
3: Yeah, because now you don't have a house
2: that, that you yeah. were in. No, you, now it's going to be hard for you to get modified, and that that was a whole drama. Um, because modifying a mortgage in, in reality is not difficult at all. I mean, you literally just. Modify the mortgage. Yeah, but like, so
3: long as you meet all of the requirements,
2: right? But they start adding requirements, like, oh, you have to make this amount of money, you have to make that right. amount of money, and point. what is your collateral, and what's the, you know, what's the price of the home? Obviously, this can even affect home values. So, I mean,
3: no, it's a, it's a, it's a Pandora's box,
2: right? That is the learn uh, <laughs> part of the listen, laugh, and learn. So, I feel we gotta say something funny.
3: We do. I mean, we can only talk about, you know, 11 pounds and seven dozen, uh, you know, hard boiled eggs for so long.
2: Oh my God. I still can't believe that.
3: <laughs> well, I'm actually going to go get my dozen tomorrow. So,
2: you're going to actually go get a dozen eggs
3: <laughs> from my mother's house. Yes.
2: And what are you going to do with that dozen eggs? Do you mean?
3: Well, with a dozen hard boiled eggs, one dozen is, is okay. Like, you know, I can have a hard boiled egg in the morning for breakfast. I can make an egg salad, 12 eggs. I can get rid of fairly quickly.
2: I was going to say, if you're like a stone, yes. <laughs> I No, mean, I don't,
3: don't, don't want to be roughly the size of a barge.
2: <laughs> so, you know, what's one of been one of my, my highlights of, um, the coronavirus uh, i actually no i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say highlights of the coronavirus because it's it's terrible at the end of the day but
3: yeah but but silver lining i
2: guess yeah. so so i've now spent every day with tristan <laughs> like be careful what you wish for how's <laughs>
3: that going because i know that you used to i mean obviously you've been self-employed for the longest time
2: so, so it's it's going look it's going as well as it's going for everybody right It's you know, you have your up, your high moments, you have your low moments, right. You have moments I want to throw him out he, the window. Yeah, but you always
3: – but what I'm saying is like you always had a little bit more time with him just because since you're self-employed, you know, if, right. if he had to go to the doctor – generally could, have fr- – right, right, right. You know, things like that.
2: Right. But and, but now we went from zero to 100 very quickly. <laughs> so, and it's fine. It's fine. You know, there are moments that he starts acting up, and then I have to step out of the situation and be like, You know, he's very frustrated. Kids manifest anxiety in different ways, you know, and maybe that is, you know, that is how he's manifesting his anxiety. But so one of the things that um, and this is a personal note now that he has really, really gotten into during the quarantine, he's gotten into full and fuller house, both of them in that order. He goes back and forth. Like okay. he he originally was into the original first cuz he loved Michelle, but then in the new one he loves Max.
3: Okay, Max is wonderful.
2: Max is awesome. <laughs> see, I'm See, I think the other day he said "Holy Chalupa. <laughs>
3: did you see and the he, new, the new trailer for the for the final couple episodes? I did. It was it, it made me smile. Like it was I it got was...
2: smile. I got choked
3: up. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it it felt, I don't know, it gave me like a, a good feelings. You
2: know what I mean? like It's funny because like the people who, who do like the production or promotion, I guess, mm. for Fuller House, they really, really know how to like, you know, yeah. drill in yeah. that nostalgia. Because yeah. it's like we've been family for over 30 years. They also and really,
3: like, really know how to edit because Michelle is nowhere to be seen in that trailer.
2: <laughs> okay. We don't need her. <laughs> no,
3: that's what I'm saying. You would think like if you saw that trailer, you would be like. Didn't they have a baby at one point? Like
2: I love that they've kind of made fun of it. That Danny's like, there's there's a scene in season five that Danny's like, I'm so happy to have three daughters again.
3: Yeah. Uh...
2: But um, but Tristan has gotten really into Full House and Fuller House. And it's funny the things that he sets, because like he and he's only six, like he'll he'll say, like, Danny's gotten older. And then he he'll see John Stamos, and he's like, Papa, why does Uncle Jesse look the same but doesn't? 11 pounds of Greek
3: yogurt. That's
2: full full circle. Full circle. Um, so I, I think I told you that um, when he was like very into the original and mm-hmm. all, he loves Mich- like, Michelle's character, I'm like, how am I going to tell him that there's two of them?
3: Oh, Just <laughs> let him watch the one where they go to Greece. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Well, no. When Greece comes to them.
3: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
2: Um the Tanners never went abroad. Oh no,
3: they only went to Disney.
2: <laughs> and Hawaii. Hawaii. That? That's the, right. The, the well, clipboard of fun. fun. <laughs> Hello. But but Fuller House to go to Japan.
3: They made up for lost time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um so he's really into it. Like like he's super invested in it. Oh. And and um it's funny because the other day he was saying something like, uh, DJ should be with Steve, not with uh, Matt. And I'm like I was totally team Matt for a minute there. <laughs> like, so, so it just makes me that's happy. Nice.
3: You get to share that that
2: way. he is so into a show that was such such a big part of my like childhood and adolescence, and hey, my adulthood. <laughs> Hence, that we went to a recording. Yes, of, I was going to say, you have know?
3: you have you told him?
2: Does he like know? Because when we went, he was a little younger. No, no well a little younger you know five months ago
3: <laughs> well no but i mean but for kids like when they like re- for them to register certain things like either they're not paying attention to it because if he wasn't into full house at the moment it no le importaba you know what i mean
2: no he knows because he distinctly remembers when well, we went to california last year oh, okay. um but i've shown him pictures of the set and then i showed him pictures with kimmy and with um eh, juan Fern- paulo uh-huh. i have to call him fernando yeah. because oh you know what was so cute that he did the other day um I have Kim, I have Andrea Barber's autobiography. Yes. And um we were looking through it and obviously it has pictures. So there is a there's a picture that she has Andrea Barber with her real daughter the day she was born. Like she's carrying her the baby. Right. And Tristan looks at it and goes is that Ramona the day she was born? <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, you should so, sure yeah. like, yes, so, yes it is. So I think that because it's, you know, we have it in every 10 increments, this would be a good time yes. to bring him in.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: So, okay, let me let me bring him in.
3: All right, everybody. It is, as you know, every 10 episodes, we got a special guest. Our favorite special guest is Tristan. What's up, buddy? Hi. How are you?
1: Hi. You're good. I just had an ice
3: cream. Ooh, what flavor?
1: Chocolate.
3: Ooh, I love chocolate ice cream. It's yummy. So what have you been
1: up to? Oh me, I've just been driving a little bit. My grandparents came to the house, but then now I'm watching TV. But
2: then
1: my dad. But then I had an ice cream, which was the ice cream I just told you. Then my dad called when I just finished. I needed and, 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 to. I needed to wash my mouth, so
2: oh. it took a little. So okay. tell him about Full House
3: and Cooler House. Yes, yeah, so I hear you're a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah? Which, which one's your favorite? Fuller House or Full House?
1: Um, I like them both the same.
3: Yeah? Who's your favorite character?
1: Yeah. Oh, my favorite character in Fuller House is um uh, Max. My favorite in Full House is Joey.
3: Joey? Joey? Ow! it out. I love Joey with Mr. Woodchuck.
1: Oh, that made of? Yeah, right. my, my favorite in Full House, Joey. My favorite in Fuller
3: House, Max. Oh, see, hey, you, your dad thought that your you favorite in Full House, you know House was Michelle. Do you know that's made out of? What? What, what did Ish ask you? No, was saying that your dad, your dad thought that your favorite on Full House was Michelle. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: my favorite of... Full House is Michelle
3: and Joey. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And what is it that you like about about Joey? you like his Popeye um, impression? He...
1: <laughs> no, he is super funny in Full House.
2: You know, you know what I what I what I tell him all the time. What am I? What, what's one of my favorite sayings? No, leave it. What's one of my favorite sayings from Full House? Is it Kimmy? Is it Kevin? Is it Kathy? Is it someone with a K? Is it anybody
3: that starts with a K. <laughs> <laughs> he's my child. He is your Beat child. It. He is your child. Have, have you seen? it? Actually, it's funny because Joey Dave Coulier is on um, Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition. Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, he's sixty, and he is. And
2: he, uh, oh, he's 55-ish. No,
1: he's fifty-five-ish.
2: No, he's fifty-five-ish. 55 You know he says that, right? You no. Know. In the very first episode of Fuller House, which he loves, he's seen a hundred times. There's a scene. There's a moment where. Jesse goes, look at him. He's 60 and wearing Bugs Bunny pajamas. He goes, I'm 55-ish. And these happen
1: to be brand new.
2: He has seen the... He loves the first episode of each series. A Full House and a Fuller House. Like, he cracks up in the first episode of Full House when uh, Joey when Joey and uh, Jesse...
3: Bathe Michelle in the
2: sink. In the sink. He cracks up in that part. But okay, so I know you've been
3: you've been home a lot because of the the coronavirus. What's your favorite part about staying at home? Is it just hanging out with your mom and your dad?
1: Almost.
3: Almost. He's got
1: it close.
3: Uh, is it hanging out with your dogs? No, my
1: grandparents coming.
3: Oh, that's your favorite part about the about staying home. Yeah,
1: they always they come most. They come sometimes,
3: my grandparents. Oh, that's nice. That's cool that you love your grandparents. They, and...
1: they get off. They get off.
3: Like they get out of the car and they come in the house or they just like stay in the porch? Um, They get
1: out of the
3: car and come in the house. Oh, okay. Well, I would hope so. I mean, they're not a great Dane. You don't keep them in the car.
2: Okay. I think that that's it for the episode uh, interview portion of Tristan's uh, 110th episode. Woo! Thank you for stopping by. Thanks for swinging by, buddy. So that was Tristan. It's funny because, you know, as I said, be careful what you wish for. You know, I wanted more with him. I wanted more time. You know, great. Now
3: you you got more
2: time. Now now I have him every day. Tristan
3: in the morning. Tristan in the evening.
2: (laughs) Wednesdays, he gets to spend all day with his mother. And it's like, that is your day, baby. You go over here. And then every, the other four days of the week, he's mine. <laughs> so we went, we went from one day to four, but it's okay. This
3: too shall pass.
2: Because my day with him was always Friday. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we went from one day to four and I'm, you know, it's, it's fine because I also see it from the point of view that him and I are kind of bonding. And I yeah, feel that you don't,
3: you don't get this time back.
2: That a lot of times, you know, you know, life is very busy, from you being busy to work to school mm-hmm. for kids, stuff like that. You know, when you, you have limited time with your kids, and especially me, that it was generally always Fridays that I would spend it with him. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to jam-pack everything. Like, let's yeah. go to Chucky yeah. Cheese. Let's go here. Let's go there. That a lot of times, you just don't have, like, downtime. Right. Like, let's sit here and watch Fuller House. <laughs> and just
3: hang you know? out. Like, literally get to know each right. other.
2: Right. Like, let's watch Full House and, yeah. you know, talk about that. So... Aww. So, yeah. Um, How long have we been running?
3: About, well, we were running about 12 minutes before, now 52, so about an hour and change.
2: Okay. So, anyway, so there is something else that I actually want to talk about, Mm -hmm. and it's pretty. And, um, but I feel that, you know, we have with this podcast, we have a platform. Okay. And, um, Although our whole thing, our whole shtick is lift, listen, laugh, and learn, and we want people to laugh with us and have a good time. Um, there's, also, there's also some things that I feel that with this platform, we at least I feel um, the responsible <laughs> or duty for saying. And just like last week, we talked about the whole thing with running with a mod and we talked about his, you know, that case. Um, this week, Actually, I don't think we've we've talked about that. We didn't? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Yes, because I put it in my personal Instagram. You know, this is... I don't know if this happens to you with your personal Instagram. (laughs) They blend. They blend. Do you know how many times I've posted personal stuff on our our Instagram? And I'm like... (laughs) And then I'll see somebody liking on the picture that... I'm like, that person doesn't like my picture. I'm like, oh... (laughs) Wrong, or, or, vice versa, or vice versa. I'll, I'll post. Um, yeah, you'll be like, you'll,
3: you'll call me and you'll tell me. You'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted, you know, X, Y, Z, and I'll be like, no, you didn't. I'm on the page right now, and you're like, yes, I did, and I'll be like, yeah, it's on your page.
2: <laughs> it happens to me more in that order that I post. In, I post. but let me tell you stuff on, on yours. Yeah, on. yeah, but but when On my personal Instagram, I um, <laughs> first world problem. So last week on my personal Instagram, I posted about um, Ahmad Arbery, who um, was a guy who was jogging in his. It was in, um, in Georgia, he, right? He was jogging. In, 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 was it in Georgia? Yes, it was in Georgia. It was in Georgia. Okay, no, let's start that over again. So last week on my personal Instagram, I did a post about uh, Ahmad Arbery, who was a man who was jogging in a neighborhood, and he was, I think, gunned down and murdered. I mean, he was gunned by, down. Period. By two two men, and um, this had happened back in February, yeah, I believe. Yeah. But it didn't get national attention until the video was released until
3: like three weeks ago. Week
2: no like last week it was like last week that i got attention and like it just exploded uh so basically he was jogging in this neighborhood and um he was wearing jogging like typical jogging gear like a t-shirt short shorts tennis shoe you know sneakers it's not he was jogging down the street and like you know, a full blown sweater and right, like, like a right? And, and, you know, and like uh, army boots, right. like, covered from like, head to like, toe, right? Right. He was in obvious uh, working out clothes. And um, these two men were following him and they blocked the street. And there was actually a third man who was following him as well. And, you know, he tried to um, jog around them and um one of them had a shotgun there was a bit of a scuffle because they got in his face mm-hmm. and they shot him and, and they shot and killed him right. and obviously the whole thing was like why were these two people after him um why did they even think like to follow him right the two men um who who did that said that they were going to do a citizen's arrest. You don't do a because, citizen's
3: arrest with a shotgun
2: because there was a string of robberies, break ins, yeah, um, uh, break ins in that neighborhood, and that was their whole justification for it. Not that he was black, of
3: course, right? Well, and it's never said, that, that's always
2: not gun. that he's black, but they said, uh, qu- to quote one of them, um, he he was the, in the police report, it said that he was r- like running like hell or like something like mm-hmm. that he was running very fast so the video is shown and you could see that he was obviously being chased by a car because the car that was behind him was videotaping him and Wait, the so
3: which, car, the car these two men's car they were videotaping this
2: they were so what happened was That's that the two men—understand where does the, the video two come men from? To, the two men started to follow him okay when they started to follow him they called another friend of ours and they're like hey we're following this black guy running Getting your car because he's the burglar, right? Okay. So that other man started chasing him. So this poor guy is running. He probably notices that there's two cars that are following him. Right. He's already probably scared or like thinking like what the hell is going on here? Right. right. Right? The car in front of him, which has the two guys, is in the video, what we see is that the car in front of him is stopped. The car behind him, which is the one filming, is still moving. Um in the video you see that he tries to go around the truck mm-hmm. which is stopped blocking the road and the one of the guys gets in his face with a gun there's a scuffle right and it ends up with him being shot right right so their whole defense was that oh we thought we were we were going to perform a citizen's arrest because we thought that he was the burglar that had been you know breaking into right. all these houses in the neighborhood, right? So here's the problem with that. Um, with that hmm. logic,
3: there's no under the, there's no I actually there's actually there I was have, no reported well, break-in by there, the way.
2: There was, well, well, I'll get there. Right. According, and I looked up the Georgia citizens arrest statute. Under the Georgia citizens arrest statute, which is very similar to most most mm-hmm. citizens arrest laws, you have to see the person committing the crime at the time that you want to do the citizen's arrest. So in other words, so in other this
3: words, person this this person had to be coming out of a house that he had just broken into.
2: He he better have seen that man breaking into that house and leaving that house with like something, right, you know. Right, right, right. Like he had to have the obvious break-in and the, you know, Leaving the property Mm -hmm. In order for there to be a citizen's arrest There was none of that He didn't break into a house There is this back and forth Because there is a house in that neighborhood That has been under construction For a while And there's like no windows and no doors So there's people who like You know go sneak in I have done that a million times To things that are under
0: construction
2: Of course A million times I've done that So apparently he did that um, he may or may have, may have not done that. Apparently, he did that. I don't even know if these guys saw him do that. Right. But let's say that he did. Obviously, that was in a break-in. This is a, a a house that has no doors and no windows, so you're mm. literally not breaking in, 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 into anything. The owner of the house that is under construction says that he knows that there's people that are doing that, and he he doesn't have a problem with it because you know apparently there hasn't been an issue that they have you know stolen. Right. Right.
3: Nothing's been broken. Nothing's been stolen. So so. so the
2: owner of the house didn't have a problem with it. So these men took it on their own because they saw a black guy running down the street to do what they did. Right. And they're like, no, no, no. Race was not involved. Right. I'm sure that, you know, if, you know, blonde Chad was running down the street, you know, um, they wouldn't have questioned it twice. But they're like, no, 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 no. Race is not a factor here. Well, no. the problem also is that they're the McMichaels. The it's father and son. Yes. The McMichael Sr. or the, the father. father worked for the police department of that area yes. for like 20 or 30 years. And he worked also with the prosecutor's office. Right. Yes. So you yes. have a major conflict of interest, Huge. interest there. Huge. So when this case came about... Several prosecutors recuse, recused themselves, but there was one prosecutor in particular that said that he had seen the evidence and he had seen the videotape the video and he didn't find that there was anything wrong with the way they acted.
3: There None. was nothing wrong with them just basically None. cornering somebody was, and shooting them dead.
2: There is nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong with the way they acted. Nothing. Nothing. Um so now the GBI, which is a Georgia Bureau of Investigation involved. They're they're thinking of maybe taking this up to a federal level for it to be a hate crime. Um, you know, this is your typical when people say that racism doesn't exist or, right. you know, these matters are overblown and the media makes a big deal about it. Well, you know what? No, the media doesn't make a big deal about it. It is a big deal here's the thing I ver- I mean at the very a case this
3: go, go. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, here you have a case of a black kid. Well, well, he wasn't a kid. He was in his early 20s. But a black young man minding his own business, jogging. He was clearly jogging. It was the middle of the day. It was noon. I mean, it couldn't be more middle of the day, right? It was the middle of the day. He was jogging. It was clearly that he was jogging in, because he was in exercise clothing, right? All right. Um, He's a black guy. These two white guys are like, what is that black guy doing in our neighborhood running? He must be the burglar. He must be the burglar. Oh, and by the way, the white guys were like, oh, there's been a string of robberies. The police, the local police department already said that there had not been a string of robberies. At least right? reported. So how so. are you going to at least reported? So how are you going to explain to me that that's. Okay, is not racially motivated. And how is that man who is a police investigator who has a experience and knowledge about crime greater than we have? How can that man just simply by seeing the facts of the time and the, the fact that it was the middle of the day that he was running to know that that wasn't a burglar? Because usually burglars don't go in running gear without a car to go burglarize a house. Right, that's a really bad burglar. Just saying, just saying, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to hide, you know, a flat screen TV when all you're talking in is short like a Nike. shorts. Yeah, you're jogging. Yes, I mean, I, call me crazy. Call me crazy. And but, I, as know, somebody who so wears short
3: man, shorts, it's very difficult.
2: So that man who has more experience than we do in knowledge on these type of things. You mean to tell me that, oh, oh no, 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 he must be the burglar, and it wasn't racially motivated? That's why these things continue to happen. My because biggest... My we, biggest are of, well, we are in denial. Well, we're not, but we people as, are in right, denial right. that the, these things happen. The, the royal we.
3: My biggest concern with this is there wasn't even, or at least it didn't, there didn't appear to be any type of investigation because if you, wasn't. if you okay then perfect because when you show up even if you are justified there is always an investigation there is always forensic evidence there's always you know what i mean like you go through the whole spiel that didn't even happen but they went through they went through the whole you know process and they determined that it was okay i don't agree with it but they went through the process you know what i mean no they didn't even bother no nope.
2: That didn't happen. That didn't happen. And his mother was told that he was shot because he was breaking into a house.
3: And then the video shows up.
2: That's what his mother. Where did, like, and the, that's what the mother believed. Where So the video showed up. The video showed up. The video was given to the, invest, to the prosecutor's office um, or to the police department. But what happened was that the video was taken by the guy who was following them, who right. was in on it as well. He was in on it as well. Mm-hmm. So the, apparently, there had been some local controversy about this. So what he said, the reason he says that he released the video is because he thought that the video I was going to clear up, I
3: was going to clear, clear the, things
2: up. Yeah, which you, clear, clear, clear just for that The guys, you just added a fire truck to a fire. You know, like. So, so, you know what? Thank you actually for releasing the video, sir. But even why, though that why wasn't did he
3: even recorded, it is my question. Like, what kind of fucking sick fucktard are you to even
2: record something like that? It, you weren't going to put that on TikTok. Right? Because these people, that's the way they think. Oh, there's a black man running. There's a, there's a black man running in our neighborhood in the middle of the day. He must be the burglar. Let, let's go after him and videotape. You know, there he goes. I mean, I, that's the way that these people think. And, 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 and they, come like, do the police report no, 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 it wasn't racially motivated. So, okay, so what was it motivated? Under what facts? Right? Especially since you are, again, experienced in investigating crimes. So under what facts? But then
3: you look at, but then you look at that HBO documentary about the Atlanta child murders, and you know that, you know, <laughs> Atlanta's had its fair share of not so great investigations.
2: Well, well, this wasn't in Atlanta. Um, but I'm just saying, but I'm saying Georgia. In Georgia. But, um, but no, but this could happen anywhere. And, um, you know, again, this is somebody who has a lot of experience, 20, 30 years experience in investigation of crimes. What, you know, worked for the police department, worked with the prosecutor's office. How, if. if How can you just the citizens arrest statute, which is very easy, you don't have to be a lawyer or a law enforcement officer to understand, how can you say that you were um, following that statute when you didn't see him commit the crime, commit the burglary, the crime, which is the first prong of the, you know, statute?
3: I think most people also say citizens arrest and don't really know what it means. You know what I mean? I, they think they I think agree. That citizen's arrest is just like, I can tackle you to the ground, and I'm making a citizen's
2: arrest. I agree. But that's not the case. In this case, that, that can't be the case, because this is a man, again, who worked with law enforcement for 20, 30 years. So he knew what he was doing True. in terms of the law. So the other case I actually wanted to bring up, which was another case that happened in February, and it was completely swept under the rug, was of Brianna Taylor. I don't know that one. Have you heard about that one? No. So Brianna Taylor was a nurse, and she was now through the coronavirus. She was on the front lines, mm-hmm. uh, you know, helping people because uh, she, she was she uh, was she was actually an EMT. And what happened was this: this happened in Kentucky. The police department had a warrant to go arrest someone who was supposedly dealing drugs. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now the person that they were looking for. Okay. The warrant that they had to go find this person, not only did they not live in the address where they this where uh, they went or woman that Brianna Taylor, not only did he not live in that address, he was under custody. Oh wow! So the person was already under custody, right? So they were going to go look so for they, somebody who was already arrested, arrested and did not live in this house. So they live in. So they go to this house. At 1 a.m. in the morning, they're unmarked police officers, so they are not wearing a uniform, Okay, right? There is some back and forth as to whether they announce themselves or not. The police say that the police officer said that they announced themselves. Mm-hmm. The Brianna Taylor's boyfriend said that they did not announce themselves. So these officers at 1 o'clock in the morning um, are trying to get into this house mm-hmm. with you know, looking for a man that is already under... is already, you know, they already have custody of. They start knocking down the door, you know, so they, uh, Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, call 911 and they say, hey, somebody is trying to break into my house. They call 911 and there's a 911 tape about this. Okay. Okay. So then... Her boyfriend, who has a legal, has a license to carry a firearm. So this wasn't an issue that he had, you know, some, okay. you yeah. know, gun, you know, yeah, 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 an arsenal in his house that he shouldn't have. Who has a license to carry a gun. When they're trying to get through the door, he shoots at them.
3: Because he right? doesn't know who it is.
2: He doesn't know who it is. Right. And this is at one o'clock in the morning. So they shoot back, three of them, shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. And sh- they kill her. She had eight, she had eight. Um she got shot, she got shot eight times. Jesus. They killed her. They shot so much that they even shot into the back neighbor's house. Cugno. Right? So now they arrested him for attempted murder of a police officer.
3: But I mean, there's a 911 call
2: uh, um, yeah. So yeah, he's they arrested him for uh, um, attempted murder of, of, of three police officers. Mind you, as you said, they called nine one one to tell them somebody is breaking in our house, and again, they had no clue because they were looking for a man that doesn't live there and was under you know custody already. Jesus, so so now, of course, this. You know, obviously the coronavirus has predominated the news. So, you know, it's understood that everything is going to like fall
3: to
2: that. But these are, you know, these are the stories. I mean, this this would have been an issue during the coronavirus or not. But these are the stories that when you hear, you know, people say that, you know, people that are black. Are, are, you know, are being targeted by the police or targeted by certain people or, you know, black and brown people stand a greater chance of, you know, being arrested and this and that. These are the stories that when you see this, it doesn't make sense. Like, how can you say that, the, you know, either this wasn't racially motivated or there wasn't some type of bias because, or at the very minimum, in the case of Brianna Taylor, yeah, that's a that's a that's a because they don't letter. know they, they they don't know who was in there. Right, they don't know who right. was in the house. Right. But at the very minimum, given apology, you know what I mean? Did they, they killed this woman? Right. You know, mistaken, You know, mistakenly. Let's say it was a mis- Let's say that at best, it, it was, was a just.
3: Mistake. It was. Man, they it fucked was, up.
2: It was a mistake. How yes. are you not going to you know at least issue an apology? Fire you messed up, officers you know, give an apology, you know, make amends with that poor woman's family, and then on top of that, you know, the icing on the cake, arrest they him. arrest that man for attempted murder of an officer. And and they're doing the investigation now. Not when it happened two In months May. ago. They're doing it now. Now. Right? So these are the things that you have to, like, when, when when these stories keep coming up and up and up, there's a reason why they're coming up. And it's not random. You know, one story will be random. Two would be coincidence. But when they keep coming up and up and up,
3: yeah, something something's, something's you
2: know, up. How, you know, the case of Albert, uh, how can you say that that wasn't racially motivated oh, no, when that was when a, there was a man who happened to be black running in the middle of the day, jogging in clear exercise, you know, gear, um and you think that he's a burglar? How are you going to say that you think he's a burglar without no other evidence other than the fact that he's running and he's black, right? Those are the only things that you know, right? That he's running and he's black. Right. But you think he's a burglar? So how are you, how are you, are you going basing to this say on? That? that the fact that you think that he's a burglar? How are you going to say that that's not racially motivated when you didn't see him commit the crime? When you, The crime didn't even exist. But a Let's not say it existed. Burglars. You didn't see him do it. You don't see him do it. So how can you say that's not racially motivated? Like, I, I'm, but yeah, and and not only not only okay. You know what? As I always say, if you want to be racist, go ahead and be racist. That's your problem. <laughs> like that's your problem, right? But the the failure uh, of of a proper investigation yeah. that is where the issue is. Is That is where the culprit really is? The two men that shot him, that they're white trash, you know, brought in jail for all that I care, you know. Um, that's your right. problem, but the, your
3: system, pharma, the system failed. But
2: the fact that the system, you know, continues to fail that's that's a problem. So, you know, that's our uh, <sighs> socially aware, uh, yes, moment of uh, moment of but let me tell you episode 110. But you know what, did we come on our we talk about mangoes 11 pounds of greek yogurt guava uh we talk about you know discrimination
3: full house
2: you know and fuller house, yeah, fuller or house.
3: Uh, but you know what i mean for every horrible thing that that is done out there 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 are there are still good people And i know i was saying i'm like kind of you know negative ah, i have no faith in humanity whatever but um Actually I want to give Are we heading into our last soda? We are heading into our last soda cuz I think it's a good it's a good pivot. Um as as listeners know pivot. we've been, we've, we've been sharing pivot. the last soda for the last couple of weeks during this uh coronavirus and we want to give the last soda actually to a past you know a friend of the podcast really at the end of the day Chef Chris Valdez. Um, you know, oh we, man, yes. While all this we love Chris. We absolutely adore Chris. And while all this horrible stuff is going on in the world, every single week since the you know the quarantine and the work from home and everything started, Chef Chris has been going out there and working with several different people in the community, whether it's you know the Florida dairy farmers or uh, you know, other the crop uh crop farmers and things like that, to not just do food drives, but create meals in different areas of the city you know he's done one here and actually down the street from where i live in Coral gables he's done a couple i think in hialeah alapata and Homestead. i mean he's done everywhere and you know he shared his story here with us and so we know that he at times had a difficult childhood and you know he actually just had a birthday i think this week so happy belated birthday i think he turned 29 this this week um but he's definitely the definition of somebody who has said to himself i'm going to do whatever the hell i can to keep moving forward and i'm going to give back and he
2: definitely has so you know yeah I, I, he has. he's um he's good people we love we love chris um i love bumping into chris yeah uh, i feel we bump into him a lot in like different events remember events
3: <laughs> remember events remember events actually remember I, event? say, I i love bumping More into event. chris but i also love bumping into his publicist at early she's <laughs> And ella siempre está oh, yeah. con yeah, él at yeah, yeah. all of these things. She's, she's a trip. But, you know, it, it's obvious to me que, yeah. que le nace.
2: Yes, Chris does a lot for the community. A lot. Um, He he volunteers a lot. And he, you know, different philanthropic events and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's a great last soda. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy that, you know, we gave it to him. Yes. We, we love him.
3: We do. He's we really, really do.
2: Wonder, um, the last time we bumped into him was on... Um, yeah. Miracle on, America, it, it kind of on, on, the, on the mile. mile. <laughs> I, was, it, uh, I always mile. want to call it who Miracle on the mile. Who knew that that was going to be the last the outing? La- the last outing for now. For now. For, for for now, but the last outing for a while. True. <laughs> I think that was like maybe the last time I saw it. Was that the last time I saw you? Like,
3: <laughs> no, no, because we recorded an episode right after it. And then we had to re-record because the whole world changed by the time we were done.
2: Yes, yes, <laughs> but I think that I, whatever. It's been a while. It's, it's been, a, been while. a
3: while. It's been a while.
2: Oh, yeah. So anyway, well, everybody, that was episode 110. Oh, geez, uh, geez. Another milestone. So we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, through the coronavirus, thank you for uh, staying with us and for. um, not giving up on us yes we're thank gonna continue, you. we're gonna continue to um do these uh, you know episodes uh with our social distancing as long as we have to um although i think maybe you and i should get like a long table
3: because yeah they're loosening things up maybe we're like phase yellow
2: <laughs> yeah phase yellow was there anything in the, in the in the instructions from the governor that talked about podcasts
3: you know what we can we can ask we'll look into it
2: We'll, look into it. we'll let Governor DeSantis go. Exactly. Um, but you know, if you and I get like a long table, you know, we got, we got a long table and we put a lazy Susan in it so we could like and spin, eat and spin and drink. While we, I
3: while love we ev- everything you just said. I love.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, um, grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your jupina. And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that was episode 110. Yes. Thank you, everyone.
3: Take care of each night. other, guys. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lamlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,